Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 777. I hope you all are well and had a wonderful summer. Uh, we're going to get together hopefully over the course of this year, finally achieve 1,000 Take 10 for Torah shiurim. Thank you for coming along for the ride. As always, any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, email me at Rabbi Ismach at Take10Fortorah.org. So over the course of the month of Elul so far, and through the beginning of the month of Tishrei, all the way through Shmini Atzeres, we have a custom that twice a day we add Tehillim Chavzayin, the 27th chapter of Tehillim, to our davening. So everybody adds it to Shacharis. And there's a difference of opinion, a difference in custom, as to whether we add it at the end of the day at Mariv, as Ashkenazim do, or after Mincha, as Sfardim and Nusach Sfard does. Okay, so either way, we're going to be saying it twice a day for all of this period of time, which is about a hundred, a hundred times we're going to be saying this chapter. And I figure it's worth discussing. We did a 10 on it some time ago, but uh, I wanted to revisit it. The first thing we need to realize when we read this chapter, when we read this uh, Tehillim Chavzayin, is that it seems to be made of two different parts, two very different ways of thinking. The first six psukim and the remaining eight psukim. There are some differences of opinion exactly where to divide this up. But if you look at the beginning of the chapter, there seems to be one overwhelming theme, the David to David, David's thoughts, David's uh, insights are being expressed. Le David, Hashem orivi ishi, Hashem is my light, and Hashem is my salvation. Mimira, who will I fear? Hashem, ma'oz chayai, God is the strength of my life, mimi evchad, who will I dread? Who will I dread? And so this is obviously a statement of confidence. God is on my side. I will be okay no matter what. And it continues. Not only is God my light and I have nothing to worry about, but specifically when bad people come and they come close to me to consume my flesh, when I have actual enemies, not just bad people, but my enemies and my foes, they're the ones who stumble and fall, not me. I survive. I win in the end. Even more so, not just bad people, but even not just my enemies. But if I'm besieged, my heart will not fear. If war arises against me, I will be confident in this. What's the this? Seemingly, that Hashem is Orivi Ishi, God is my light, God is my salvation, and whether it's enemies at, a, at far, uh, whether it's bad people, even further away, whether it's uh, siege, whether or not it's people who are actually going to war with me, I will be okay. One question, one request that I have, of all the requests that I could have, is Shifti Hashem Hashem I ask that I may dwell in the house of Hashem all of the days of my life to be able to behold the pleasantness of Hashem and to visit His sanctuary. Okay, so that seems a little bit um, unrelated to everything so far. We're talking about protection. We're talking about um, your confidence or David's confidence in God being his protector. But he says the culmination of that, I guess, is that this one request, that I be able to spend all of my time, so to speak, with you. The Pasuk continues in the theme of protection in Pasuk, hey, ki b'sukkah, you will hide me in your tabernacle on the day, on a biyomra, on a day of threat, on a, day, on a bad day. You will conceal me in the hidden places uh, and he will lift me up on a rock. So again, the confidence in the relationship that he has with God, he is speaking not, so to speak, to God, he's speaking about God in this portion of the paragraph. The And then when you lift me up on this rock, my head will be raised above my enemies, the and I will offer in his tabernacle 
ta- uh, sacrifices of jubilation, of, of calling out, of shouting out, Ashira va'azamra la'ashem, I will sing and chant to Hashem. That is David expressing his confidence in the relationship that he has with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the confidence that he has that everything will be okay, he will be protected from all bad people, from his enemies, no matter in what context, no matter what circumstance, he will be protected. Then, the paragraph shifts entirely. The paragraph then says, Shema Hashem Kol Yekra, Chanini Va'anini. Hashem is speaking now to Hashem, not about Hashem, but speaking to Hashem, he says, God, hear my voice, and be gracious and answer me. Whereas a moment ago, he was super confident. A moment ago, he was totally sure and and uh, completely aware that no matter what would happen, God would be on his side. It seems that now, this second part of the paragraph, he's not so sure. He says, God, listen to me, please. In, on your behalf, my, my heart says, Seek my countenance, your countenance, Lord, I seek. I am now seeking your uh, I'm seeking you, avakesh. And whereas a moment ago we talked about avakesh, my request wasn't to see you. My request was to be with you always. Now it's just a basic request for the moment of ability to see God's face. So something's changed between the beginning and the end. It's a plea. It's beseeching God to appear. And it continues. Al Don't hide from me. Al Do not cast me aside. In your anger, as Rasi Hayisa, you have been my help. Do not abandon me or forsake me, God of my deliverance. And so, God, you are the God of my deliverance in theory, right? But here the request is, please don't abandon me, please deliver me. Whereas before in the first part of the paragraph, we were talking about God as, yeah, I'm confident that God's my salvation. Here, David seems not so sure. My mother and my father have forsaken me, and and uh, God has taken me in. Teach me your way, lead me your path of righteousness because of my uh, because of my enemies. And it goes on and on in this theme. And so we're clearly seeing two very different two very different expressions, and you can't even say that David's having like one conversation because one conversation is about God and one conversation is to God. And so the question is like, how do these two parts of the David Hashem already jive? How, how does this make any sense? So Rav Hirsch has this beautiful line in his introduction. He says that Psalm 27, which starts Le David, which really means that this expresses the thoughts and the attitudes which filled David's spirit and guided him in his life on earth. That idea of, of David, Right, so this idea is expressed in these two ways. It expresses those specific concepts that sustain David throughout all the vicissitudes of his life. There are ups and there are downs. There are positives, there are negatives. There are times where David was confident. There are times where David felt, so to speak, God's wind at his back. And there are times that David was less sure, that David felt maybe a little bit of Hester upon him, a little bit of God hiding hiding his face, and thereby required the frontal Please, God, I, I need your help. This is all of our lives, right? There's the there's the good and there's the bad. There's the times of confidence, the times of less confidence, the time of questions, the time of, of, of wondering. And that is expressed in these two paragraphs, or these two parts of one paragraph. Of course, the end of the paragraph, it repeats this idea of of hope. And perhaps one might suggest that because there are two themes in this paragraph, the hope 
towards God should be identical in both. When we are sure, when we are less sure, when we are confident, speaking about God as if we know he's before us, of course we should be uh, confident and hope in God, but equally we should be kaveh Hashem also when we are less sure, when we seem to have a barrier between us and God, when God seems to be hiding his face from us. So there are plenty of uh, things to talk about when it comes to why we say this chapter during this time of year. And I'd like to spend a different ten on that. But the idea of how often we should say this chapter is not just something which we find uh, should be said in Elo. The Chida, for example, says, There's a good custom, nice custom, that after every tefillah we should say, uh, the Mizmar of L'Davar Hashem or Yishi, we should say this after every tefillah. Okay, so Shachros, Mincha, Marev, not just Shachros and Mincha or Shachros and Marev, but every single tefillah, Ubeprat, Mirosh Chodesh, Elol, Anhoshan, Raba. But specifically, we should be saying it during this time of year. And again, we'll explain, we'll come back to why that is. The Chida elsewhere talks about the, the incredible value of saying this. He says that there was a Minug in Chevron, Shahashatz, Omer Oso, Achar Aleinu. It would be said after Aleinu. He also brings there that after every tefillah, mehashmona esrei. Every single time you do mehashmona esrei, you should say it after you are done. And he says that the chazan sometimes would say it out loud, but kol ram in a loud voice. He says umatov la omro kol hashana achashmona esrei, and how great it would be to say after every Shmona Esrei, every single time we daven, Ulepachos, and minimally, Kol Yom HaOmro B'Kavana, Achar Tefillah Shachros And minimally, a person who says this every single day after Shachros will find life. And so the idea that the Chida seems to be presenting over here is that there's something really critical and fundamental about Tehillim Chavzayin. It's an important tefillah because perhaps like we've seen, it represents the vicissitudes, the ups and the downs, the the, uh, the different experiences we might have over the course of our day and the two attitudes that we might adopt in how to confront them. Are we, L'davad Hashem, or the issue we're confident that God is our light, God is our Savior, or, or maybe we're a little bit less confident and we don't see that shining light and we're just pleading and saying, Al taster panecha mimeni. I want to be able to see the light. I want to be able to be avakesh. I want to not only request the highest moments and the moments in the Beis Hamikdash where I'm right with you, but I, I am also avakesh. I am pleading just to be able to see God at all. Both of these are representing the thoughts of one individual, David Amelach, because these are the two types of experiences that any of us may have, and this is how David dealt with it, and how we should as well. Have a great day.